This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. I love you, Mom. She's one of the most influential women in NASCAR. I love my mom. My sister Kelly always has my back. I couldn't be prouder of my daughter. I love my wife Kelly. She's my best friend. Welcome to this week's Fastlane Family, brought to you by Bedhead by Teachy. Today in studio, I have got the lovely Ashley Algeyer. Excited to talk to you. Um, uh, Ashley is Justin's wife, who is one of our new Xfinity drivers this season, and I'm excited about her and her family, and uh, she's a mom, two-year-old Harper. How are you really today? West Coast swing in full force in the season right now. Are you surviving? I'm tired, but (laughs) I'm surviving. I'm still kicking. Good, good. All right, well, let's just jump into um, the backstory and would like to learn how you and Justin met and about where you grew up and all things small-town Illinois. A very small town. We um, <laughs> both came from small towns, and but we met at a hockey game, of all things. You would think a racetrack? Hockey in Illinois? Yeah, hockey. Yeah. They're like, I think they're like 18 to 21-year-olds that play. It's like a minor league thing. But we went with some mutual friends and just kind of kicked it off and started dating right afterwards. We were 15 years old. 15. Yep. So, and, and there's a story out there. You told your mom. Oh, you're, yes. You're going to marry this guy. <clears throat> I used to uh, watch Justin race when we were like 12, 13 years old, and he was always my favorite. So I told my mom I was going to marry him, and she did what any mom would do, be like, okay, honey, great. And then two years later, I remember running into the living room and saying, Mom, guess who likes me? And she was <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. So that was how that all started. So it's ringing true. So so you guys met at 15. So you have a two-year-old daughter. How's Is, is dating going to be okay at 15 for no, her? Mm-mm. No. No, she's not dating until <laughs> she's 30. And the bad thing, I mean, she's cute. So, like, we're going to have to lock her in a closet. She is cute. And and by the time she's probably 12 or 13, she's going to think that it's going to be okay to date. Because I know. Well, I'm, I know now <laughs> what the kids are thinking. So, yes. give it 10 more years and, you know, they just keep backtracking. So, you said that you watched Justin when he was 12 or 13. What was your association being at the racetrack? Is that something in Illinois, like, everybody just went small town racing? Or? Yeah, we. Um, my family grew up at the dirt track because my dad helped on a dirt modified. So, we always got to go Saturday nights um, as a family. And then, of course, my dad traveled without us sometimes. So, we would just be at Macon Speedway. It's a little itty-bitty track. Justin enjoys going back and racing there, but... How little itty-bitty? I don't, it's, I mean, it's tiny, tiny, I like no, no bridge, tiny, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> bigger than a little bit bigger. <laughs> um, I don't know how they put late models on that track, to be honest with you. And now that Justin goes back and races some dirt stuff in the modified, I don't know how they put modifieds on that track. Um, when I was little, the track seemed so big, but now it's tiny and I get now really that, nervous watching <laughs> him race. Now that you go to places like Talladega and right, Daytona, right. you're like, what? <laughs> this is really small. That's cool. So what stuck out about Justin that you're like, this is the guy? Well, when I was 12 and 13, I just thought he was cute. Um, but after I got to know him, just he's so caring. And that just kind of stuck with me through everything. Cool. And you guys got married when? Oh, gosh. Um, 2006. We've been, we just celebrated our 10-year anniversary, which is unbelievable and crazy at the same time. Um, but it's been a great 10 years. What, what did you guys do for your anniversary? Because I know Justin was, um, that's always during this West Coast swing time. And so he's got to think of what to do on the road. <laughs> So we're fortunate that we get to at least spend it in Vegas. Um, my mom came out to Charlotte and babysat Harper for us so we could spend the week in Vegas to celebrate. Um, he went big for our five year. He had flowers delivered to the top of the Eiffel Tower there in Vegas. And so I kept kind of teasing him like, you better go big. Like that was big. Like, I don't know what else you can do. 
And so finally, a couple weeks before, he's like, I'm striking out. Like, I got nothing. <laughs> and so I said, that's okay. I want to plan it anyways. So I planned us a spa day. He, I don't know if he was too enthused he about it. into but, that. <laughs> but he did it What did he me. say afterwards? Did he we enjoy it? We had a really it? good time. Yeah. yeah. So it was good. Most guys are very leery of the spa or pedicure yeah. or whatever. But I think once they do it, they do enjoy it. Of course, yep. they're not going to admit that. He probably didn't go back and brag <laughs> about it to the team or anything. <laughs> no, probably not. But now everybody knows. <laughs> Oh, LW and I enjoy getting pedicures together. So, uh, you know, yeah. It's I normal. Think, yeah. Once they do it, they, they enjoy it. Um, well, that sounds fun. Well, he was telling me about the story about the Eiffel Tower and the flowers. And I'm like, how did you get to the Eiffel Tower in the middle of <laughs> in the middle of West Coast racing? And he's like, not the Eiffel Tower in Paris. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Cause, you the know, fake one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Eiffel Tower in Vegas. I was like, oh, yeah. I told him just take it to the roller coaster or something in New York, New York. That was not happening. <laughs> He was looking around for, you know, for some help, but I couldn't come up with anything. <laughs> I'm not good at that. All right. So, but it sounds like you guys had a good time. So we did. Good. We did. Good. And you had the week without Harper, which that means I got sleep. Well, I was going to say it's now I, you know, I love our kids. Right. Mm-hmm. But you do enjoy those breaks. But then you're like, I don't know, three or four days into it. You're like, what do I do? Yeah. Because your whole schedule is different. And. You I have think time on your hands. I think with our our lifestyle and our schedule, it's it's very important to focus on your marriage, um, and sometimes that is without your child. And um, while my mom was taking care of her and was you know being loved on, we could just focus on us, and um, that's important. But also like three or four days after FaceTiming with Harper, I was like, all right, I want to. I'm not going to Phoenix. I'm just gonna get on a plane. And Justin's like, no. She's fine. We can go to Phoenix and we'll we'll go home afterwards. Yeah, I just want to like go in and smell them or something for yep. a little bit. And um, I saw when you did get home, you did sneak in and wake her up out of bed. We did. We cuddled with her a little bit. So <laughs> she didn't like fully wake up, but she woke up enough to give me a kiss and tell me she loved me. So oh, we were sweet. good. Um, L. wanted to do that when we came back from our anniversary trip. We got home at like midnight, and and he wanted to get him up out of the bed, get white up out of the bed, and take him in our bed. And I'm like, no, we're not doing that because like I want to get in there and get to sleep right you know right yeah um, so he 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 did end up um going in there and I think Wyatt did wake up and did end up at the bed with us and then yeah. he's it kind of a goes. light sleeper but yeah you know we just were like what do we do with ourselves when our kids yep. aren't around well that that is I agree with you there in terms of that focus on the marriage and when you have kids it certainly gets more complicated and making that time and you feel guilty you have mom's guilt you know yeah definitely all and the time yeah it is good that that's important to you and that you want to make that work so this year Justin coming back into the Xfinity series you guys spent the last several years in the cup series any big changes with that or other than kind of not your Sunday friends and <laughs> yeah like change is hard sometimes and when we realized that we were going to be quote-unquote taking a step down like it was hard and it was mostly because over the past couple of years we had made so many friends in the cup series and though you're at the same track at the same time schedules don't always align like our early days when the garage is closed is usually the cups long days and so we can't meet up and do dinner or and when their short days are we're racing then we go home so that was probably the biggest change that we've encountered so far we're a few races into it and um so far we've been making time with friends whether it be back here at home in charlotte or even on the road if we can but it definitely took me a few weeks to kind of wrap my brain around it you having to have enjoy having a little extra day off and having sundays off especially i love sundays off because we can do family things and we can go to church as a family and um enjoy just relaxing that faith is been number one in you and Justin's life is that something that from childhood that you guys have been brought up in um not for me 
for him. Um, mine really kind of blossomed when I met Justin. Yeah. Um, and then we went through a few years where we weren't, weren't really sure where we fit in as far as churches and stuff. And then, then we moved to Charlotte. And to be honest, that's the best thing so far for our faith because we found a church that we love, that we, we feel comfortable in. And not that our church back home was that, but it was a smaller church and we just seemed to like the bigger churches and the more modern um, yeah. worship and whatnot. Yeah. And it's hard traveling to, mm-hmm. to kind of keep that consistency. And you guys are big supporters of MRO. We've had um, several guests from MRO through the show over the last two years and, and talking about what they do. How do you guys participate with them and, and use that support that they provide at track? Well, Harper is finally old enough to... Um, <laughs> go there during the races and uh, be loved on by Miss Melanie and the girls. And I'm, I'm anxious to use that. We haven't had to use that so far this year, but I can't wait for her to just grow up in that environment around those kids. Um, that's really important to us. And um, next year, Harper gets to start preschool and a faith-based preschool, which is great. But MRO to us isn't just childcare. It's the fact that they're on pit road praying with us before we get in the car they um provide a church service if you want to stay after the driver's meeting that's just something that i think helps center justin and i as who we are before we get into the craziness of racing people and banging doors or whatever (laughs) goes on like i i just think that 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 just prepares us for that race yeah you guys seem to have a very like-minded group of friends too that you Mm -hmm. hang out that you kind of all feel that way and it's hard to have friendships in such a competitive environment it's very hard it's (laughs) and I mean even within our like our groups we have small groups with just the women we have small groups for couples sometimes the guys get into it on the track you know and us girls we just look at each other and we're like well that's not us driving so we're (laughs) we're good Um, but it's it's important for us to put our friendships first and then the boys are competitive they're always going to be competitive that's why they're in racing and what they're doing is that's why they love it but they usually talk and figure out their differences and then they move on (laughs) but it's like a magnet like I I swear that all of our little small group friends like they all race together in packs and it's like it's (laughs) nerve-wracking they always seem to find each other always always (laughs) um so what's kind of a typical week for you guys not at the racetrack but kind of your your first of the week the first of the week Usually Justin is at the shop, so I'm on my own doing my own thing. I'm pretty sure the guys are going to kick him out of here because he's here so much. But I usually start off Mondays with a small group and lunch with the girls. We are fortunate to have a lady watch Harper for us so we can get our stuff done. I still do all of the office work for Justin and, and our company as far as who he is and his racing stuff. So I spend some time in the office. Um, it's just important for us to be individuals, but yet still have a... Um, have Harper being looked after in a, in a loving environment. Yeah. Yeah. And that's hard to find. It's very hard (laughs) to find. And we found her at three months and I'm never letting her go. (laughs) Good luck with that. Yes, (laughs) it is. It it is good though to have that. So, and you, you've got errands and all that kind of stuff. Laundry, unpacking, laundry, repacking. I don't, Mm. it's not fair because Justin just packs for himself. Like I pack for me and then Harper, like that's not fair. He's always like, why are you still packing? I'm like, it's midnight (laughs) because I, I, the only time to pack for Harper is when she's sleeping, but she's in her room when she's sleeping. I don't think guys in general understand women packing period because Dub does the same thing. When we're scheduled to go on trips, he's like, oh, what you need? Like 30 minutes to pack? I'm like, 30 (laughs) minutes? Are you kidding me? 30 hours. Yeah. (laughs) I've gotten to like first try on all my outfits, make sure everything goes and I like the way it looks and all that you know then I lay everything out that I've tried and then I match my shoes and get all that laid out and then I match my jewelry and get all that laid out and then I look at it some more and then I'm like mm. and then, you know the rule of like take some things out because mm-hmm. you've got too much and I don't take do some that. things out <laughs> <laughs> redo some things and then you know the whole toiletry process is another oh. 
I, see, I do that in the morning when I get ready. So I'm like, okay, I use the deodorant. Let's put this in the bag. Right. Except when you have stuff already in your bag that, you know, you, you travel with, that you know that you travel with, and then you've got two things in your bag, and then you forget the something that's not in your bag. And I mean, one time I yeah. forgot my makeup. That's terrible. No, that that is terrible because... <laughs> Justin's like, you'll be fine. I'm like, no, mm, mm. we're going to Walmart. I got to get makeup. Yeah. But like, if you ever pack for NASCAR race, you have to pack for 90 degree weather, 30 degree weather, and rain. Like, you have to pack all this stuff. Like, I need a bigger suitcase. And then kids, period. I mean, oh. that's just, yeah. She needs at least three outfits a day. <laughs> at least. <laughs> Is that just so she can look cute because she gets dirty? That and she gets dirty. <laughs> it's easier. It is easier to pack for a little boy. I will give that. Except for the dirt part. You have to yeah. pack three outfits, three pairs of jeans, and three shirts because they get dirty right, right. all in one day. And shoes and all that good stuff. But yeah, LW never understands the packing process. So um, I'm glad we feel the same on that. Yes. What about your hobbies um, in terms of things y'all like to do? And Okay, so this is a conversation, Justin, I have all the time. Like. As a mom, I don't have hobbies because... You're looking for hobbies. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess I'm kind of getting more into this craft night stuff. So like painting or we've just did some um, reclaimed wood stuff at a sweet grass here yeah. in Mooresville. Yeah. Yeah. So they do like some fun stuff, but like we're only home three days a week. And so trying to find time for that is not easy. And then when I do have time, it's, I try to make it more of a priority to spend time as a family. Yeah. So I need more hobbies, but I need more days in the week to have hobbies. I'm with you there. Same thing. You know, you, you want that marriage time the kids want like all my kids want their own time mm -hmm. not why it doesn't really care but the girls are constantly like you know when's mom daughter day when's Kennedy just asked me this morning and she's asked me like for the last five days when's girls time all she wants to do is go to the craft store and buy some crafts oh I love her but and it would be easy to do like but we usually have more members of the family with us it's not and she just wants it just to be me and her and then time for friends mm -hmm. and in addition to the things that just have to happen during yep. the week that are already scheduled that you don't really have any control over so I need more days too because I feel bad. I'm scheduling, like I just said to my husband, you know, well, okay, we'll do date night in like three weeks out. You know, it's like, yes. what? <laughs> but you have to get a sitter. Oh, you know, that's a whole nother subject. Three kids. <laughs> I know, and your guys' parents aren't in town. No. You guys have a great support system yep. and then they will come and help out and travel to the races with yep. you and all that good stuff. But they're not right here every day. No. To ask. We were trying to have date night tomorrow night. Or no, wait, tonight. But we couldn't find a sitter. Yeah. Well, like, you know, well, Harper can come play with Wyatt. We just have to, if they will <laughs> communicate. Like, yeah. <laughs> we kept telling they they came over for Super Bowl and you know we're like well you're gonna have a playmate just a little bit Wyatt and then they didn't hardly even talk to each other of course you know she wanted the girl thing she wanted yeah she to, wanted dolls yeah I didn't want to play with dolls no and she was not interested in in much of the toys in Wyatt's <laughs> room so <laughs> the boy things but Wyatt he you know he likes to play some of that stuff too he gets in and plays with Kennedy and plays dolls and stuff he's got a boy doll that perfect L Dub won't let him keep it in his room yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so back to Kennedy's room <laughs> he's afraid he's gonna turn out girly because he's got you know big sisters to well. mimic so <laughs> be all right. Is that um well like mm, maybe we should be concerned or no no well I mean I think that kids are kids and if they want right. to play with dolls play with dolls they'll figure it out right yep. I tell him it's good he went through the stage like where he wanted to do a lot of cooking you know play cooking stuff I'm like it is important for guys to know how to do that stuff yes know what how, what works in the kitchen here you know <laughs> yes. this is a bowl and this is a plate and this is what you do with it so I'm like there's nothing wrong with that you know yep. it's just playing. Like Harper's favorite toys at MRO are the little cars. Yeah. Like, she doesn't play with the girl stuff at MRO. She That's plays funny. with the boy stuff. That's funny. So, it is what it is. Yeah, it is. So, uh, you guys just new house moved. Are you settled yet? No. We still have stuff in the other house. This is terrible. This is terrible. Yes. From what I've gathered so far, not that this is a bad thing, but, like, you're just, like, fly on the seat of your pants getting things done yes. here. Like, pack last minute for the yes, house. Yes, we did. <laughs> 
<laughs> and we had so much stuff that the moving truck was completely full. And I was like, do y'all have a bigger moving truck? He's like, nope, this is the biggest one we have. I'm like, awesome. So not only did we have the biggest moving truck they had, but we had to have friends with their trucks come help us move. Get some of the rest. Like our dining room table, our dining room chairs. Like, I mean, they didn't even get big stuff. It was a mess. And you were moving right before Christmas, right? Right. Yeah. So perfect time of the year. <sighs> yeah. So you moved and had Christmas. And I remember your January was packed full because yep. you do an, an MRO trip. Yeah, we did a missions trip. Justin raced the Chili Bowl. Yeah. I mean, it's it doesn't stop. Non-stop. You do the mission trip every year, right? Yeah. Is that the only one that you do? We try to always go in January when MRO puts it together. But last year, we got a girls group together and we went to Mexico. So it kind of just depends on our schedule and what everybody else wants to do. We're talking about going to Haiti oh, again. Cool. So we might do that. Very cool. That looks very rewarding. Yeah, it's when, nice. It's yeah. it's puts it back in perspective of how we live and um, how fortunate we are here in the United States. Um, Is that something that you think you'll introduce Harper to when she's the right age to, Absolutely. to go along? I cannot wait to take her. We sponsor two girls in Mexico and we write letters and send pictures back and forth all the time. And when we do go to Mexico, we get to actually spend time with them one-on-one -on -one time. Oh, wow. um, the last time we went back in May, we I took the girls to the nail salon. We got our nails done. We went and had ice cream. We went and shopped, like just things like that. Just to, you know, they're orphans and, and they don't always have that one-on-one -on -one time because their caregivers are just completely overwhelmed. And so just making them feel special and yeah. um, they got to pick out like one thing at the store. I think one picked a dress and one picked jeans. It's totally their personality. Yeah. One's more girly and fashionable. One's into soccer. So that's just <laughs> kind of how that works. And so they asked me all the time to bring Harper and it's something that we will definitely do in the next year or two. Probably should work on Harper's passport though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Need to get that done. I, I read something about, cause I've got to get the girls renewed too. And I guess there was some sort of rule. Well, it was when the, um, I know exactly what it was. It was when, I remember you used to go to the Bahamas or whatever with just your birth certificate. And then they made the rule that you had to have passwords mm -hmm. pretty much everywhere. Well, that rule, all of the passports are renewing from, maybe that was five years ago or 10 years ago, however long your passport is um, good for. And so they've got this absorbent amount of passports that are coming up for renewal that they say they're just going to be whacked out mm. busy with. So you might want to find that. that. Yeah, you might want to Google that and mm -hmm. then, you know, get that started because I'm in the same boat with the girls. I've went so far as to go get their passport pictures done and I still have not sent in all I need to renew mine too, so good job. Yeah. <laughs> I did mine when I got married and, and it wasn't too bad, but I don't know. There's just something overwhelming about seeing it sit there and what you yep. got to do. There's, it's not a real simple process. So that's cool. More kids in the future. Hmm. I mean, don't we're really know. content with what we have. <laughs> Harper is, she's a really good kid and she travels well. And I mean, I never ever expected myself to only have one kid, to be honest with you. I, I mean, I've, would be happy with five. I love kids. But now going through the process and, and A, just getting pregnant with us was a struggle. Um, we had to take medicine and we had to, you know, work at it. And, and so it didn't come easy. And there was a lot of stress with that and a lot of tears with that. So that's something we have to take into consideration if we ever want to have another child is, you know, are we mentally prepared for that again? Yeah, that's a process. But like I said, she travels well. She's a good kid. I, I mean, I'm pretty content with her <laughs> so we'll see when I mean never say never but I know too I mean don't you just worry about the world too I, I it's great yeah definitely <laughs> I mean just and I kids into the world we watch the news and we like look <sighs> at each other and we're like like Harper's gonna have to deal with this mm -hmm. that's so sad yeah so. it is it's um and you know I mean the world's been obviously turning for 
way more many years right. and generations <laughs> than you know than we've ever seen yeah. so it all works out um but uh it, it is scary being a parent right now I think um so as far as kind of the support system that you provide Justin I mean these guys need a strong female you know support person with them with the way their world is and and the competitive side of NASCAR and just all that you have to deal with in terms of sponsors and your car owners like me and <laughs> no but it, there's a lot going on there so mm-hmm. so that's really important to uh it is it's something that I guess I've kind of established back in the dirt days when I you know was dating Justin he's always had those people around him that have encouraged him and like have been there for him but they've always kind of been more of like cheerleader types like if something happened on the racetrack they'd be like well you know it might not have really been your fault and the way I look at it, I'm like what the why did you do that like what happened and <laughs> and so I I was asked in an interview you know about that and I just basically said like I'm not his cheerleader I'll be there to tell him he did a good job I'm I'm always supportive but I'm also a realist and I'm like, eh, probably shouldn't have done that, you know? And, and he, I think, um, respects that in my sense. Like he doesn't want to just have yes people around him all the time. Like that does you no good. No. And, and one thing that's been a big thing for us is just staying grounded in who we are. And that's just one way that we do that. That's one of the many ways, but that's, yeah, it's important to us. Just calling it out and being honest. And yeah. Seeing what you can do inside. I mean, that's always yep. hard for a lot of people to um, handle. And I don't, I don't know that you really, I mean, you can learn that early on if it's, if taught that all through, but that's also something I think comes a lot with maturity and mm-hmm. experience is just, you know, understanding that you have involvement in the outcome yeah. of whatever goes yeah. on and, you know, you know, how you handle things and what you do and, and you can always have room for improvement too. So that can get lost in today's world. I was going to ask about your parenting or discipline strategy for Harper. How's that? How's that go? Well, <laughs> Justin says I'm really hard on her, but I will say that, I mean, just this past weekend, we picked her up from church, um, like the Sunday school program. And the lady just went on and on and on about like how well behaved she is. And, and Harper has a sweet demeanor anyways, but I'm just like, I kind of smiled and thinking, you know, Justin says I'm hard on her, but maybe it's not so bad. Maybe I, you know, maybe I'm not that bad, <laughs> but you know, we, we want her to be respectful and we want her to to just understand that not everything in life is given to you. It's going to be a tough balance, I would say, um, being in this industry and, and racing. And Justin gets to do what he loves for a living. And so we're kind of fortunate in that situation. And so it would be easy just to give her what she wants when she wants it, just in the environment that we're in. But that's not that's not who we want her to be. Yeah. And so that's why we want her to see us being giving and going on missions trips and and helping the less fortunate and, and just being a, a good person. We mess up, you know, and she will see it time and time again. <laughs> but hopefully we have some impact on that, on her on that. And, yeah. And that, that she just doesn't grow up entitled. Yeah. What's, a, what's an example of when he thinks you're being too tough? I mean, just this past weekend, like we got home and, and we hadn't seen her and she wanted a popsicle for breakfast. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, you're not having a popsicle for breakfast. And Justin's like, just give her a popsicle. And I'm like, no, she can either have, oh, we got pancakes. Like, you know, she has other things she can eat cereal. Like we have breakfast items for breakfast. And then, and then she this wanted, happens in every household. Yeah. And then she wanted <laughs> popcorn. And I'm like, no, you're not having popcorn. Again, we have pop tarts. We, you know, we have other things, you know? And so she kind of threw a fit and he was just kind of looking at me like, really? You just got home. You hadn't seen her for a few days. Like, I'm like, no. Then we sit down on the couch and then a few minutes later, she's like, pancakes, please. And I'm like, see, (laughs) that wasn't that hard. So I'm just kind of, I stick to what I say. I try really hard to anyways. Um, It's hard when, when she's crying and it's worse when we're on the plane. I, 
I feel like I'm a double standard sometimes because when we're on the plane with however many crew guys and they've had a long day at the track and they just want to get home to their own families and to their own bed and here my kid is like crying <laughs> I mean she's a great traveler but we all she's two so but yeah she's she has no, moments right so like she, when she wants fruit snacks she gets fruit snacks if she wants popcorn she gets popcorn you know so it's kind of hard to balance being at home and trying to be more strict than being on the yeah. plane and just trying to get home and the kids figure it out quick too oh they I mean, play they, yeah Wyatt says like if we're um a double be out of town and I may, maybe I let him watch an extra tv show at nighttime mm-hmm. and then he calls me out on it when yes. Eldo gets back in and he's like <laughs> and Eldo will be like you know we only watch one tv show at nighttime he's like but mama let me watch two and I'm like oh yeah no they know how to play <laughs> oh yeah they and get she, it she Justin's more of a softie than I am yeah so she I'm knows. more like Justin and in most cases because we had this conversation the whole thing about food Wyatt had a little surgery yesterday morning and he in the afternoon he wanted something oh I think it was some Girl Scout cookies and it was probably about an hour before we were going to eat dinner and I had to catch myself because you know you can easily like rule over the other parent Mm -hmm. and you don't want to do that in front of the kids and all that and that's something that I work on because I'm always just like just give up. Mm. All right. Well, you ask your dad. <laughs> he was handling that, you know, because he said no at first. And I'm thinking he had surgery. Just let him eat what he yep. wants to eat right now. You know, I was in that mode that Justin's like, okay, we just got home. Just let her have, you know, the popsicle for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and I'm, I'm like, nope, let me toss this back to, you know, and yep. I'm like talking under my breath and looking at um, L-Dub like, you're just going to give him the Girl Scout cookies <laughs> and I'm going to let you handle it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's definitely... Definitely hard yeah. to to co-parent at the same time yeah. and, like, have the same discipline. Like, I grew up completely different than Justin. You know, my parents disciplined me different than his parents. And so we just have to kind of mesh it together. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been awesome to uh, get to know you better and find out about your and Justin and how you handle this crazy thing we call life together. One so, step at a time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's time now for our Hair 911. This week's Bedhead by TG Hair 911, uh, we asked, does your hair get oily or just need some texture throughout the day? And of course, you can always tweet us. We're going to run those uh, weekly. You can tweet us, uh, Hair 911, and at TG Creatives will come to your rescue. So this week, Dana Horn replied on our Facebook saying that her hair needs body, but too many products out there make it flat. And she's also happy that Vaseline Family's back, so... I saw a lot of that. This is only our second episode this year. So the experts at TG have recommended Rockaholic Dry Shampoo. This shampoo just won favorite dry shampoo at the American Beauty Show in Chicago. You use dry shampoo very I don't. often? You don't. Mm-mm. Do you have oily hair? So I, I have, do. You and do. Well, I have you to might wash try it. this. Yeah. Maybe. I need to find a good one. So there yeah. you go. I love dry shampoos and because I have super oily hair, wash every day. By yep. the end of the day, mine is a grease pit. I could cook with it. So the Rockaholic Dry Shampoo is amazing and gives that fine lifeless hair a little volume and texture I like the smell of this one and everything because sometimes they can get kind of too perfumey smelling too lots of different uses that you can create that volume and that texture shake well before using it spray at your roots to absorb the excess oils and then this will give your fine limp lifeless hair a kickstart you can also spray into the hair for an instant lived in second day look I don't I mean, when I wake up the next day, I have the second day look already. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm using this for the opposite. I need the first day look back. <laughs> I envy those people who can have that lived in second day hair look. Not I. 
All right, and don't forget that you can pick up all of these Bedhead by TG products and specifically Rockaholic Dry Shampoo at your local Ulta location. You can also visit Ulta.com and enter TG15 and save 15% off your favorite TG stylers at checkout. There you go. Go pick up some. I need to go to Ulta anyways. All right, um, we're going to end the show here with rapid fire questions. So you're going to have to think quick here. Think on our toes. Most romantic thing Justin's ever done. We may, maybe we talked about this. The flowers at the top of the Eiffel Tower. (laughs) Yeah, there's probably... Not much that tops that. And you got to wait five years to get there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> What's your go-to hairstyle? Oh, gosh. The bump. The I bump. Mean. <laughs> you might need to explain the bump. Oh, I'm just looking up on Instagram. Okay. I mean, All I just right. got a bump in my hair. I don't know how else to explain it. Okay. I'll look it up. You listeners can look it up, too. <laughs> um, superstitions when it comes to racing? I don't have any. Nothing growing up? Justin, no. have any? Nothing? Um, Justin might, but I don't believe in them, so <laughs> they don't count. All right. Does, did Harper say mommy or daddy first? Mama. Ah. <laughs> Besides racing, what other sports are you a fan of? Cheerleading. Cheerleading is a sport, right? That's about the only other sport I had. <laughs> I do like to actually watch it on TV when it is on. I like to watch that too. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. I when I like ice skating, cheerleading, all this kind yeah, of. Yeah. All that fun gymnastics. Yeah. yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. I can stop at all that too. <laughs> all right. Cool. Well, thank you again for coming and joining us. Thanks for having me. Best of luck to the rest of the year with you guys. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to this week's Fast Lane Family brought to you by Bedhead by TG. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 